everybody welcome to rpg cast episode 703 for the week of december 16 2023 we're zooming towards the end of the year joining me today kelly ryan zooming 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 and phil Sorry. collins no yeah, phil collins. felicitations and jubilation phil willis woot, woot. feel the excitement <laughs> hear the suit, roar suit studio thunder fills are loose Phil. I missed my opportunity. I should have sung a Willy Wonka song instead. <laughs> Phil, are you excited? I'm always excited. No, this are you excited because of what was announced this week? Or was it so last week? Things. Oh, it was so last week. Things. Never mind. What was announced this week? It was last week. It was the new Monster Hunter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, no, really. Monster Hunter, whatever it's called. So- Wild, uh, wild, I think it's called. Okay. It's, you know, Wild Heart. You know, that's their. You know, oh, that's their big competition. That's so they needed competition. A, another wild they, game. They needed to really pick up on that, right? Yeah. See, we we had Monster Hunter Rize the last time, so we had Persona Four characters. I said we need to have Wild Arms themed characters. There you go. When this one comes out. Yeah. Where the wild things are themed characters. No, probably not. Nobody remembers that book. Alright. It's, it's, I still play plenty of Rize and World. It's like the evergreen game. No matter where I'm at, I keep it installed. And sometimes I just, you know, let's go kill a couple of monsters. You try to uninstall so, it, it just comes back. It just flops right back on there. Oh, Vaughn, were you, uh, Vaughn is asking, Kelly, if you were watching One Piece dub Wano this morning. Uh, no. I don't I know just, what that means. So you said Zoomin. And there's a song in One Piece that that the, the chorus line that I was singing goes zoom and zoom and zoom and. There's a song in One Piece. Um, they turn the anime into a musical. I mean, they, there's several songs in One Piece. Okay. Uh, though what's funny is that I sing that song when my cats have the zoomies. Oh. It goes zoom and zoom and zoom and zoom and because that Frankie, you know, he's just a kitten. And that's that's all he does. He has three modes: uh, cute, zoom, and sleep. That sounds like every cat, Kelly. Yeah. Well, does it, no way, no. That was that was your feral cat. Your cat, your feral cat had angry. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Poor baby. Mm-hmm. Um. Hey, I've, I've been playing stuff. Oh, have you been playing? Kelly? How about you I'm tell us? Curious. Yeah, I, I I did finish that cat game. Um, after you roll credits, you uh, get the opportunity to date um, one of the forest gods, which is interesting, and one of the uh, shadow cats. And it was like, well, this is all nice and all, but I already kind of have my kitty husbando, and I can't. I can't bring myself to break up with them to just go down these dating paths. So I can't I guess I'm quit Mew. What? I can't quit Mew. Yeah, I can't quit Mew. <laughs> um, so then I booted up Final Fantasy VI because I, I needed a comfort game and I hadn't beaten the Pixel Remaster yet. And, and oh my God, that game is still just as good as it was 30 years ago. I streamed um, the- it. And the Pixel Remaster, um, 
it's good, it's, but they made it a bit easier. Oh yeah. Um, like be, being able to master pretty much all of the espers, like right out of the gate. Yeah. If you have the boost on. Oh, if you turn the boost um, on, then it's like crazy. But yeah. like, yeah. Um, I appreciate that they actually show the blitz inputs on the screen while you're trying to do them. Yeah. Everywhere that they made it easier is just by basically adding quality of life features. So it's like, yeah. I appreciate, I wouldn't give up any of those features. It's just, you know, that's the effect. <laughs> I, I appreciate being able to uh, see, like, at a glance, which espers I've already learned all the ma- mm-hmm. magic for by th- just them giving them a star. It's like, oh, my God, this, this is amazing. <laughs> um, I just got to the world of ruin. Um, and, and I saved Sid. Though I, I should have done a, at least one save file where I let him die just because the, the translation and the translation in this game is much more improved. Um, so I was curious if they would uh, br- bring up, you know, the suicide stuff. Because in the original game, that they said uh, people had a good old, t- old time just jumping off that cliff. <laughs> you know, trying to sanitize it a little bit. And a good old time. Worse. Falling to their yeah. death, you know. Yeah. Good old but, time. Uh, I, ha- I had to save Sid. That that scene, that, that's the first time a video game ever made me cry my eyes out. Um, that, oh, and that, that's what Final Fantasy VI is good for. Lots of tears. Yeah. Um, even the uh, opera got me a little choked up. I did a, so a couple of years ago, before probably like a year or two before the remasters came out, I did a playthrough via emulator on a laptop hooked up to my TV and uh and just played through it uh, again and it still completely holds up it's it's but it to me it's it's just so good for for an older title it's just so good that one in chrono trigger is one that i have to feel like i have to boot up every couple of years just to remind myself why i like video games especially mm-hmm. if i'm having a really bad gaming rut. games used to be around. good before all this Genshin nonsense and free-to-play garbage and battle passes. <laughs> no, okay. I, I think what's frustrating for me, though, is that they're, you know, compared to today, there were so many limitations. I mean, they had to use a special big cartridge for this, and it cost me $69 back in the day when I made only 4 to $6 an hour. Uh, I spent, a, you know, for me, it was many hours of labor just to get my copy of the game, and I enjoyed it, and I loved it. And I played it again, you know, a couple of years ago, and, and it holds up pretty well. Um, but yes, when I play a modern Final Fantasy game, and I can't tell what the hell's going on with the plot, and I don't feel connected to the characters, I think those are oh, like two really you, important. Elements. What are you talking about? Don't you be, don't you dog on my game? Which one are we talking about? You better not be trash talking sixteen. Sixteen? Oh, I haven't. No, I, I can't. You haven't uh, even I tried sixteen. Sixteen. <laughs> I did the demo. Oh, you're like, this isn't even an RPG. Screw this. (laughs) Well, Uh, I did say that, but uh, yeah, yeah. 16 is another another conversation, but I'm I'm comparing it more to like 13 and it's 15 and the stuff where the the plots just kind of lose me and I don't feel very. I didn't even finish 15. (laughs) Yeah, I don't feel like moved to tears when things happen. I hate the battle system. It takes so long. Mm hmm. I feel like battle the, systems decent for what yeah. I played. Yeah. Oh, I liked it. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. I, and that ball, feel- the boss battles fill the boss battles in Six Days of Sorry, I feel Kelly. like the only Final <laughs> Fantasy game that I really just don't like on a fundamental level is two. Um, oh yeah, two's rough. <laughs> Didn't you say you tried it again? You're like, nope. <laughs> Nope. Yeah, I, I've tried it a couple of times. We're like, nope. Um, the pixel remasters on the Switch that has the boosts really break that game in half. So if you are, if you ever want to suffer through it, at least do it on the pixel remasters so that at least you get through it quick. I think I beat that game in like ten hours in that version. Because oh, wow. um, you know you put on the four times boost for experience and. The experience in those particular games are kind of hidden. So instead of having to beat each other up to get more strong, you just put play through the game like normal and you'll get you'll get by pretty quick. Um, And that one is an interesting one to play through just because it was kind of the first one that had a narrative. But as as far as I like to call that one Saga Zero, since Mm -hmm. that's who worked on that and that's that's what that whole system is based off of uh but i i I don't know i just like every final fantasy game i've ever played with the exception of maybe like type zero i've found things to like about them um type zero kind of was meh but that's not a mainland game so it doesn't really count i'd say there's never been a dark game like that and then now we have 16 so never mind that's (laughs) Type zero paved away. <laughs> Type that's zero what... walked so sixteen could run. Yeah, because <laughs> that was the thing. Type zero was like, "Oh my god, they killed a chocobo!" <laughs> and then in sixteen, they really kill a chocobo. Yeah, not just a chocobo. Everyone, there's so many deaths. That that was that was that was one of the things that did turn me off. Was like, oh my gosh, they gave Game of Thrones Final Fantasy, and, yeah, they, and they did it Final really Fantasy well, Phil. Game of Thrones, they vibe. did it really well. It's about my expectations. Remember, Chris. Game of Thrones had a bad season. Sixteen yeah. didn't do that part. See, they did it right. It, it ended before it could yes. get bad. <laughs> before it could get bad. That's funny. I, that being said, I need to pick up that DLC because I've heard it's really good. And um, supposedly reveals something about Torgal that's kind of sad. Oh, that's what we need is more sad revelations. I I was about to say, you you get the puppy, Phil, but I forgot you're not a dog person. Unless it's in Monster Hunter. Oh, did we lose Phil? People were always surprised. Like, Kelly, you like dogs? Like, yes, you can be a cat person and like dogs. No, it's one or the other, Kelly. <laughs> Don't you know this? Oh, no. Not the cats versus dog. I walked away for a second. Yeah, how dare you? Ay, ay, Well, um, she, you're not a dog person, right, Phil? No. No, no, no. In fact, Unless it's know, in I, Monster Hunter? Like, right. That, that Those are okay. We have a little um, silent war going on with our neighbor because uh, we we all have kind of like these small backyards, and thankfully we have a fence between us. But they have a dog, and they refuse to pick up, so their backyard looks like a minefield, which I can see from my bedroom wall. So, uh, so every time I look out here, I just see a whole bunch of, you know, poo all over the place. 
stupid dogs. Don't have dogs if you don't want to clean up after them. Your problem isn't the dogs, Phil. It's the owners. Uh, it's the owners, yeah. It's <laughs> true. Like, I just want to keep reminding you of that. You you have a problem yeah. with people, not dogs. <laughs> dogs are stinky and they have to be bathed. You know, cats, they just take care of themselves. I take out the litter once a month. It's all good. I'm I'm happy that our dog Rex is very cat-like. To the point where when he has to stay at my mom's house, he gets pissed that he has to be a dog for like a week. What does that mean? What what does she make him do different? He he has, my mom has a dachshund and a German shepherd and they kind of roughhouse with him. And I mean, he's okay with it, but he's like, no, I want to be a cat and sleep all day. (laughs) So basically the dogs annoy him like he was a cat. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm, um, I'm, I'm very biased because when we were a kid, my mother got a dog for her birthday. Guess who ended up taking you. care of the dog? That's right. And it's so needy, so dependent. Cats are independent. It's great. Um. So, so um, the other thing that I've put. I Wait a second! Wait a second, cat. Phil! Don't you don't sneak that by me. I've seen your cat. I've seen how it treats you. It's not independent. Very it's like, independent. Daddy, right Daddy, I need to sit on your chair rest now. Oh, help me! Oh, I need attention now. Oh, yeah, he depends on me a lot less than a dog does, as far as like absolute uh-huh. like dependencies. You throw a bunch of food down. You clean out the litter once a month. You're done. Uh-huh. Uh, he even self cleans. Yeah. I was I was gonna say I I I would say I have a very independent cat, but I also have a cat that you know breaks everything I own if I don't give her enough attention. Well, why aren't you giving her enough attention? I give her attention. No, you obviously not. I give her more attention than she probably even acts like she wants. But then it's like no. I haven't gotten enough. Knocks knocks my Steam Deck off the TV stand. Do you ever consider it's not about attention? She just likes doing that? Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) She just likes making you mad. (laughs) If I do this, mommy reacts. (laughs) Well, yeah, she does do do that. Because the second that she hears the recliner go go in, she she stops whatever she's doing and runs underneath the... uh, one of the cat scratchers like he 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 he, can't catch me bitch (laughs) (sighs) but she alice is my baby and i love her more than anything she's just such a little bitch yeah von's point out in the chat you love her more than him (laughs) oh i don't want to have this conversation (laughs) getting a divorce for christmas (laughs) so can i talk about pokemon uh huh. I've I've I'm playing the what's it the uh, plate of DLC? DLC? What's it called? Um, it's the second half of the DLC that came out this week. The uh, I'm sorry, the Indigo Disc. Okay. The last one was the Teal Mask. Um, I had actually f- finished it up last night. Uh because you you like go through it, you go back to the in dungeon and you catch a turtle, and. Oh, well, oh, well, before that, you have to challenge. Uh, well, let me back that up. So this DLC takes place in what's called the Blueberry Academy. That is a um, 
a Pokemon school that's in Nova, which is from Black and White. And the neat thing about this is that they have an artificial dome with that's sectioned off into different biomes. So that there's like a polar one, a coastal one, a canyon one, and a savanna one. And it's it I don't know, it's just it's kinda kinda neat having that there's four biomes to go to. Um, particularly because the a lot of the uh Alohan Pokemon show up. The the uh like the ice vulpix and the long neck uh executor. If you remember any of that. And the starters show up, right? Yeah, so you can't do that until um, you finish the main story of the DLC, oh. where you catch, catch the turtle. Because um, I, I guess there's this turtle that that's like the reason why Pokemon can crystallize or whatever. I don't know. Terrestrialize or whatever. In this yeah. One. Um, I mean, it's it's. I don't really care about Pokemon story. I just like running around and doing stuff. But after you finish the main uh, the main story DLC, you unlock the ability to have your ride Pokemon fly. So it's kind of neat being able to like fly all across. And I, I don't know if I could do it in the main world or if it's just in this DLC. But being able to fly. Well, did you ever play uh, Arceus? I did not. Okay. And I liked that one, though. It's kind of like the flight in Arceus, where you, you jump in the air and you kind of do a double jump and then you fly around. Oh, cool! And it 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 makes uh, running around to the different raid uh, raid crystals a lot easier because you know. Well, you could I've already fly in those. in this one though. No, you couldn't. You could just glide. Oh, that's right. This is like full flight. Wait. Um, are you sure? I thought at the yeah. end of first of uh, at the end you got full flight when you got all the travel nope. skills. I mean, you got the ability to climb and do a high jump and, and then uh, just basically fly across the map by the time you land. Yeah. Okay. More or less. So now Even you have taking that, off that's nice and easy. Yeah. Cool. Um so it, I've been running around to a lot of the raid dens um trying to catch some of the the super rare pokemon. Are you doing that online at all, or do you just do it all solo? I, I do it online, because some of those fights are really hard. Yeah, but uh, getting in the fights quickly, it's not a long wait or anything? Uh, if Uh-oh. I if I set up the fight, it's not a long wait. If I go into the raid menu and try to pick a fight, it's like, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, you couldn't get into the fight. Oh. And we're not going to refresh the page. <laughs> Never change, Pokemon. You and your the online. online. The online in this game sucks. <laughs> and, and then even if you get into a raid, you're not guaranteed to, to win because um, some of these raids are just freaking hard. There's a lot of RNG uh, that you can't control. A lot of RNG and a lot of lag that you can't react to. Mm. At least that's how it is. For it me. just feels like I picked things. I don't know if it's going to happen today. And then maybe the skill happens. Maybe it doesn't. Oh, we're all dead now. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Guess I'll do it again. Yeah. that That's why I prefer um, setting up my own raids by going around the area and seeing what spawned. 
um, just because it's so much easier to get what you and you can rechallenge those as much as you need to um, versus doing like randoms or going into the raid menu because it's just it only shows eight raids available at any given time and you can't keep refreshing the page until it until a certain amount of time. Which I don't know why. Though I know why that is. It's so that you're not constantly pinging the server, but it's still annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, so you have to farm up like whatever the current the well they give you like a side quest system, and this system gives you a currency called BP, and you have to use this currency to upgrade the uh, the dome. Um, or yeah, this this Terra dome. Is it a biodome with polyshore? Yeah, I, I'm nice. just gonna call it the the biodome. Um, but that's how you Back get the starters to, to show left. up is upgrading the various biomes. Okay, and it's like 300 BP. And what's really annoying is that I looked up how to farm this better, and you have to farm it in groups in order to get better well, cut, gains. Wait, huh? How how do you set up? But you can't, like, a raid group, right? No. This is, like, your buddies. Okay. Yeah. So you invite them to your actual game session sort of thing? Yeah. Oh, boy. Like, everybody that I know that have played this bailed, like, last year on it, or as soon as they finished it. Yeah, including me. Yeah. (laughs) Completed my decks, then I was done. (laughs) Yeah, so I'm doing it the hard way just running around doing various Pokemon quests and it's annoying. Um, but you I, can, I there's probably a discord starters. server that you can organize groups on, but Oh, I'm sure there's a lot is, of effort I'm, in a I'm game lazy. that should have a server browser. I am lazy and I am antisocial. So, okay. <laughs> you know, That's, I can completely relate to all of that. Seems like Pokemon's yeah. core audience, honestly, <laughs> Actually, well, that particular gripe feeds into one of my gripes later on. Oh, so no. That's a good... That, that is funny that Pokemon is a game based off of, like, friendship, and most of the people that play it are both lazy and antisocial. I guess that's why they made Pokemon Go, because they wanted to change the image of their audience. <laughs> oh, by doing ableist crap, like walking back all the pandemic stuff? <laughs> Well, yeah, because we need to get you out and moving and making friends and being active. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. That, that, that's yep. really great for yeah. all the people that are in wheelchairs and can't have mobility This issues. game isn't for them, but we can't say that publicly. I, I'm not going to lie. I uninstalled the game after I read that because yeah, it kind of pissed kinda, me off. Yeah, that sucked. Um, anyway, anything anyway. else you play? <laughs> Um, that's pretty much it. I'm dying to p- to pick up. Uh, well, I already picked it up. I bought ho- um, House Flipper two because <laughs> so House Flipper two comes out. It's forty bucks, but it has like a ten percent starter discount. And then there's the bundle that has all of the House Flipper stuff for like a discount. But because I have all of the House Flipper stuff, the sequel ended up being like thirty dollars. Oh, there $10 you go. Off, so. So I was like, hell yeah, I'll uh, bite on that. Do it. Um, and I have it downloaded on my Steam Deck because it's Steam Deck compatible. I just haven't gotten a chance to start it yet because I've been sucked into Pokemon. 
Yeah, I want to hear how it is because um, I imagine once I get burned out of Poe here this season, I'm I'm going to need a nice chill game like that to reset my palate. Yeah, it it sounds like fun. I I'm also hovering over doing another Power Watch Simulator playthrough just because that came out. Oh, on there's PSN. new DLC apparently. Yeah, and there's Santa's Workshop DLC. <gasps> you get to Power Wash a reindeer. <laughs> I probably I don't know I haven't booted it up yet how would that work Um, I didn't buy the back to the future DLC though because I was incredibly mad that one of the levels was not hosing off Biff after getting uh, (laughs) in the manure truck yeah (laughs) they don't want you to to encourage you to power wash living creatures probably I know but it's you know I know you you are right but also yeah so there was another game I saw you link this week, uh, some sort of Harvest Moon related thing. Yeah, that's not out yet. Oh, okay. I don't, at least I don't think so. Uh, they're they're coming out with a Harvest Moon um, Picross game. That's cool. Made by the I, actual I, Picross people or just ooh, a clone? Harvest Moon I, Picross. I think it's a clone because it doesn't actually have the Picross name. Gotcha. It's like you, Pixel you my, Cross. You got my attention. Yeah, it's it's funny. Anna's saying that um, Natsume, or was it Natsume? Or Marvelous was very hesitant to want to do spinoffs. Mm. And then um, somebody did that one puzzle game that w- went crazy. I just found that interesting. But that yeah. is interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so uh, you know, people who follow me know that I abhor puzzles. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I just can't stand them in my RPGs because nothing will stop my momentum. I'm a goal-oriented person. I'll get onto my RPG and I'm like, I'm going to get through this dungeon tonight or whatever. And then a puzzle pops up and it'll stump me for hours. And yes, I could go look it up online, but that's called research. And I do that for my job. And I don't want to <laughs> feel like I'm working when I'm playing a game. Um, not to mention it just makes me feel stupid. I had to look it up, but I know people are able to do this all the time it just makes me it's just nothing good comes out of puzzles but i love pure logic puzzles and nonograms are pure logic puzzles i love them i love them i love them they're just i i get i can play them all day so anna's usually feeding me like whenever she comes across a good uh, p cross slash nonogram uh game and i buy every single one of them they're everywhere yeah. they're on the switch i even got some on the ps5 they're, they're all over it's great um, I I really like the color ones because those yeah. really challenge my brain. Yeah, the color um, ones are awesome. Um, I, I I'll have to send you the one that I bought on. Um, well, you're probably an iPhone person, aren't you? I I, I bought I, one on the I, Android store. I got them both. I got okay. them both. And I do have some P Cross games on Android. I don't know if I have any on my iPad. Because I usually use that for Heyday and Clash of Clash of Clans and Royale, but um, but any anyways, I got all systems. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, because because there's one uh, <laughs> there's one on my uh, Android that you know I was I was about ready to get into the or uh, what was I gonna say? Put put it this way, I'll be Vaughn will be like, are you coming up for to make dinner? I'm like, sorry, I got sucked into a Picross puzzle. <laughs> They're like, so much of- fun. One of those like huge thirty by thirty ones that <gasps> thirty by I, thirty, wow! I that I put, try, I'm trying to play on my tiny little um, Samsung. 
oh no I, I how do you do that like that's that's my problem with the with playing because the androids are usually my cell phones the the apple is my ipad but on the little phones it's like how do you how do you do those bigger puzzles i try i usually limit myself to like the 15 by 15s and stuff um well one i i use a stylus which makes it a lot easier but two mm. it's it's a lot of zooming and yeah so and your cat's not the only one with the zoomies yeah yeah a lot, a lot of zooming, a lot of undo buttons as I accidentally draw lines trying to scroll, and um, it's not an ideal situation, but I can't help it. I, I love he- some some of the huge color ones that take me hours to do. Just kind of scratch that itch. <laughs> I uh, I might eventually just. I mean, they're usually pretty cheap. Just get Android tablet. Then I'll have one yeah. more device hanging around the house. But that's what I might eventually do. Yeah. Well, you're an artist. Um, Clip Studio Paint is on Android. Yes. Oh, well, oh, goodness. Oh, no, no. I mean, I, I knew it was on Apple. Uh, oh, that's interesting. They got it on. Well, that's very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Um, the only sucky thing is that the Android version it requires a subscription, but it's like yes. 20, $25 a year. They they they've been even I think on the PC they've been pushing people to the subscription. I'm not sure you can buy a new copy nowadays without being on a sub plan. Turns um, out subscriptions are a better monetization model for software development. I hate it. I I, I got I, my old Clip Studio and I'm not I'm not I've been yeah, I'm but like this keeps the developer funded so they can keep working on it forever rather than just getting free I, updates. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's kind of what the newer versions were. Like, you know, Clip Studio version 7 had things over Clip number 8 and whatever. Oh, yeah, you could do it that way, too. Yeah, yeah. 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 They're different models. Uh, Yeah. But I get I And as long as it's somewhat like, you know, if it's the $20 a year is not a big ask. Yeah, I don't think that's too bad. I I don't think that's a big ask. I can't remember what Clip Studio's PC subscription cost was, but I remember taking a look at it and going, holy Hosea, I'm holding <laughs> on to my old grandfathered one as long as I humanly can. <laughs> like, yep. Nope, and I'm out. <laughs> I use it at least several times a week, so I am an addict. Yep, same. I'm staying on, what is it, 1.0 as long as possible. I don't remember what they said it was. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they just said it want to be updated, which is fine. I, I still use, believe it or not, I still use Paint Shop Pro by Jace. Oh my god! I believe that's the late '90s. Yeah, uh, and it still works just fine. And there's certain things you that run it that does on that an that Apple works. too, Phil. You need to I know, upgrade. Right? <laughs> Probably I've run it on a <laughs> yeah, run an Apple II TRS uh, eighty computer. Um, no, but it, it does it does have certain uh, filters and uh and and things like that that I can't do. Uh, on Clip Studio easily, light effects and things like that that just aren't really mm-hmm. built into Clip Studio. So sometimes I'll do my whole drawing in Clip Studio, then I'll export the the JPEG, bring it in there, add the effects, and then save the final, you know, product, you know, through that. Uh, not not often, but for those per, those special effects for those action scenes, it, it, it's it's something I like to do. And and my friend who's a very professional artist and he does it for a living tells me that it's not uncommon for um, artists to use different software tools because they want to do a particular effect or texting is easier for them and layouts is easier on certain things. Yeah, I, I prefer Photoshop for manipulating text um, just because I find it easier to, me- to mess with there. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah. Interesting. Um, I, I also like like put it, putting uh, 
the nice thing about Equip Studio is that it has the cloud so that you can easily go between your PC and your tablet. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And manipulating text is so much easier on the PC because, you know, you have oh, the yeah. mouse and right click yeah. and all that fun stuff. Stuff. Um, sorry, I could talk talk artist stuff all day. I forgot why we got on that subject. Oh, because you said you were getting an Android, or you wanted an Android tablet. Tablet. Yeah, I got I got two phones. The old one that I just kind of use at my desk as an extra device. That's just Wi-Fi only, and then my cell phone. Um, and I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I like Android just fine. I like them both. Doesn't matter to me which one I'm using. But yes, Clip Clips Two is super awesome. I do lots of comics in it. I do lots of drawings when I have time. And drawings. Uh, drawings and comics. Um, but yeah, that's all I've played. Yeah. What about you, Phil? Um, so I have been not doing too, too much playing. This last month is always a, a pain in the butt. And then I've been having neck, really bad neck issues. So I've been having to lay in bed a lot. And so I have been spending more time with my iPad. And I probably should have played the Notograms, but I ended up playing a lot of Clash of Clans and Clash Royale, um, especially Clash of Clans because my mother's in there. So uh, she likes to see me in Family. there. So we chit-chat about it. What's that? Family. Family. There you go. Um, that's about socials I get. I'll join you in a game that we don't play at the same time together. <laughs> <laughs> we just, you'll ask for a donation, and two hours later, I'll donate some troops to you. Uh, and the such. she also likes Heyday, which is a farming, a farming uh, game with lots of timers. Uh, but uh, she is really high level in that, and so I, I'm de- I'm like level sixty six, and she's like something like one hundred and eighty. It's it's insane. Uh, so never let it be said that your parents can't play games because holy cow. Whoo. Um, but anywho, uh, for real, like RPGs and the such, so what do I have on my list? I think I, oh, God, good thing I wrote this down. Tabby. That's right. Duh. <laughs> when my neck isn't killing me, I've been trying to get some time in a Tabby for review. It's a Metroidvania uh, with lots of really um, cute animal creature people stuff. Uh, What's it called? Tavi, T-A-V for Victor, I. It's a Metroidvania. It is a Metroidvania, but it's also got a nice dose of, of almost um, visual novel, because there is a lot of going back and forth chit-chatter. Uh, and and it has some pretty decent RPG mechanics. You will be uh, making purchases to make your character more powerful and more effective and deciding what things to equip. So there, there is some some things you have to do with with uh, builds. Now, in showing this game to people, if you go and look it up right now, Tevi, I'm sorry, I'm calling it, I'm misspelling it. It is T-E-V-I, my bad, T-E-V-I, Tevi. Um, one of the things that will pop out is, and it's right there in the description, it says embark on an epic action adventure as you slash, dash, and combo your way through a vast, vibrant world. Explore and uncover hidden secrets. Customize your build to triumph in spectacular boss battles. Experience a tale of mystery, magic, and mayhem in Tevi, a bullet hell metroidvania. So that bullet hell has turned more than a few friends off when I brought this up. They're like, ah, oh, bullet hell, I'm out. Um, but the, I'm playing it now for for. I don't know, five, seven, eight hours. Uh, I can promise you that the bullet hell part, if you play on normal, they, it does have difficulties. Um, it so far has not been an issue. Nothing I couldn't brute force my way through with the occasional dodge, uh, correct dodge. I do a lot of incorrect dodges, and then I take the, the the hits. But you do get some healing 
um, food that you can make uh, to help you know kind of brute through that and uh, and 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 if you take your time you do some exploring uh, you'll find extra um, I believe they're potions that give you more hit points so again making it easier to kind of brute force your way through that so so far so good doesn't mean that may not change in the future the healing item consumption is is limited and it and it is a little bit of a timely animation not unlike monster hunter so you do have to be careful you can't just spam that but uh but then later on you can even unlock an ability to where you auto eat in a fight um i haven't tried that one out yet to see how well that works if you're low on health it'll automatically kick in but long story short is that I wouldn't be intimidated if you say, well, I'm not great at bullet hell games and, and I'm there with you um, because it's it's if you've played a there's quite a few Metrovanias. If you like Metrovanias and you've played a lot of them, you know that there's plenty of bosses and plenty of Metrovanias that throw a lot of stuff on the screen. Right. And in a way, they are basically bullet hells. Uh, I played what was it? The Lotus War one. Metroidvania, uh, I'll look it up, but uh, that one had red and R or orange and blue bullets going all over the place, um, and and that in a way could have been a bullet hell. They just didn't bill it as a bullet hell. Um, Record of Lotus War, D-Lit and Wonder Labyrinth. Not really bullet hell, but that's why I bailed. Or not, I'm sorry, not really Metroidvania, but that's why I bailed on Entered the Gungeon because I couldn't handle the bullet hell in that. Yeah, well, and, and, the, and the way those things, like in Record of Lotus or D-Lit and Wonder Labyrinth, again, I'm not great at these bullet hells, but I always play on normal when given a choice. I don't pick hard or anything along those lines. And Metroidvania's, one of their key defining characteristic is the, you know, you got the Metroid part, which is the exploration, all that, but it's the RPG part that you get from Castlevania, um, Symphony of the Night. So you can usually, in most of these, RPG your way through those problems, just like a Monster Hunter. I am not great at dodging and all of that. I do take hits in all these games. So for me, it becomes – if it's like a true a, a true um, reflex test and all of that type of game, uh, I, I will just get frustrated and quit. Uh, I didn't have that problem at Record of Lotus War, D-Lit and Winter Labyrinth, and I'm not having that issue so far in Tevi, but – I haven't gotten to the end yet either, so we'll, we'll continue to see how it, it goes through there. But the other thing is it does let you change the difficulty at any time. You go back to your house, you rest, and you can lower that difficulty because there is difficulty. There's at least one difficulty below normal. There might be two. Um, so uh, – but there is a story with, uh, with, uh, with these characters. Um, a lot of them got – bunny rabbit ears and puppy dog ears and all these other ears but um eh, i'd be honest uh, it, it isn't it isn't a kind of story that gets me super excited so i might have been just saying okay let's get along there's some chuckles here and there that i find but <coughs> it's, it's it's i'm really more into the into the metroidvania part and, and the combat's been pretty cool so uh, you could, you do a lot of melee attacks. It isn't, uh, in fact, so my character has your character does have like a ranged attack, but it's kind of on a mana regeneration system. So spamming it is not really viable. Uh, maybe that comes up later on with later, you know, in-game build or something like that. For the most part, I'm doing a lot of melee damage. The combo system feels pretty satisfying. You can do air combos, ground combos, uh, and the such. 
yeah, the, the the gameplay is pretty darn good. Uh, it's not the best, but it's it's pretty good. So I've been I've been enjoying that. So you can check that out. But I will I will continue to work my way through it. The one thing that is causing me a lot of headache, and this goes back into what we're talking about puzzles. I hate puzzles. And Metroidvanias are kind of known. Obviously, you're in a labyrinth. You know, D-Lit, it's literally in the name labyrinth. I usually don't have too much problems with, with them because, uh, you know, it's usually about backtracking and finding out where you could get to that you couldn't get to before now that you got double jump or something along those lines. Uh, that's yeah, They're not usually brain-busting labyrinths, right? It's not like you're doing a, a very detailed maze that you would find, you know, back in the old days in, uh, in some of the puzzle books. Uh, it's really just, okay, uh, now I've got new abilities. I need to go back and find out because I didn't take good notes uh, of where I can get to before. If you're if you're like hitting a dead end, it's probably because now that you've got new transversal powers, you need to go back and find where you're and, and generally speaking, that tends to work for me in beating these games. Tevi uh, is in love with puzzle, uh, puzzle uh, what am I thinking of, puzzly layouts. So if you remember in the original Legend of Zelda, there was the forest, the infamous forest that basically had a northeast, west, south exit on that on that board. And if you went to the north or the east or west or south, you ended up on the exact same forest again uh, until you went left or right a couple of times. That would get you out back the way you came. But if you want to proceed further, you had to go. You had to go up so many times, followed by left so many times, followed by down so many times, then up and then right, and then you, you hit left, and then you got out. Supposedly, somewhere was an NPC that gave you a clue. I could not figure that crap out. It frustrated the hell out of me as a young guy. Uh, eventually, somebody felt pity on me and gave me Nintendo Power Magazine, and that got me through the uh, the rest of The Legend of Zelda. Uh, Tevi is, has... has um, uh, has has got those things in, uh, in spades. In fact, they literally have one of those areas that is just like the Legend of Zelda. And you have to go up, down, left, right, da 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 da, uh, the right way. I end up having to YouTube that uh, to get through that because because I had spent over an hour on it and I was about to put my controller through my monitor. So. I, I hate puzzles like that where they don't make it obvious what the solution is. Yeah. Because um, my go-to for those kind of puzzles is to, like, try to see if I can distinguish a pattern, like, on the different uh, cardinal directions. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that, that never works out. And then you mm-hmm. go read the solution, and it's like, well, how was I supposed to figure that out? And 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 I want to be fair. It is quite possible that there was an NPC somewhere that gave some clues, just like there was in Zelda. I am not great about talking to every NPC and writing down you know every clue uh so to be fair i you know this is a personal frustration of mine because i just don't like them uh now I, i'm at another point now where i have no bleeping clue where to go next there now the interesting thing about tevi is that there are there is quests there there's uh there's main quests and side quests um that are kind of pushing you where to go in the maze and what's interesting is it'll have that area of the of the of the world on your map lit up like there's your objective now this should make metroidvanias don't normally have this so this should make things easier because now you know what general direction the game wants you to go for your main progression and you got to assume that if you've got this quest and it tells you to go there uh, you probably have the transversal uh, powers if it requires a double jump or whatever at that point but um, 
I have areas lit up on my map and I have no bleeping clue how to get to them. And these are the main quests. So I, uh, I'm spinning my wheels in the mud and uh, I don't think there, I think what I need is like a real proper walkthrough maybe to kind of figure some of that out. But the game's still kind of too new for proper walkthroughs. YouTube videos, uh, I'd have to scan through them for quite a bit because it's not exactly a linear game. And so, you know, a YouTube runner may be at a different point. It's hard to tell just watching, you know, if I pick like a guy who's got a full playthrough on there, uh, it'd be hard to, to find out, if he, you know, just by watching him if he's before me or behind me or, or whatever. So uh, it, it can be a little tough. Um, so I, I don't know what I'm going to do about that just yet. I'm going to give it another try. <sighs> and if I can't figure it out, then I'll try to find it out in videos. And if I can't, I will just throw my hands up in the air and do a deep look because that's going to be probably the thing that kills me, which is a shame because I really do enjoy uh, the gameplay and the boss battles so far. So, And I want to see what other powers uh, – I like the uh, the RPG aspect of it where you're getting these powers – and upgrades and you're finding things in the base to make your character more powerful and figure out what combinations of those are the the most effective i think that's fun so um i, I just kind of disappointed that i'm running into these other issues that i know other people are like i don't know what your problem is phil i have no problem but that's just me puzzles and phil don't get along too well together people so, saying get good at get good puzzles. <laughs> that's what, that's what it boils down to now you know what doesn't give me any problems at all is Mario RPG, because that game is really easy. So far, it is very, very, very easy. And what little puzzles there are, there are like, they're at my IQ. They're like baby's first puzzles. They're great. <laughs> but they're very simple. I'm sure you guys have talked a lot about Mario RPG. I haven't been able to listen to RPG Cast uh, last it, few weeks, but it's funny that you mentioned that because. Um... Mario RPG is going to be the 300th episode of Backtrack, basically bringing it back to the beginning. Bring it around. Yeah. We'll nice. have to have, see if we can have you on. Nice. I've never played – here's the funny thing. I never played the original one because uh, there was a – when you go – when you're talking about the Nintendo – the Super Nintendo uh, and the uh, Nintendo 64 era, my money was tighter back then. And there was a couple of games like Final Fantasy Mystic Quest and Mario RPG – that i mean and for the most part i just had the boxes to look at we didn't have the internet back then um and so i would just look at them and i'm like this looks like baby's first rpg and and, and this looks n not nearly as deep as let's say you know final fantasy you know four or six or chrono trigger so i i stayed away from those uh earthbound also looked a little too irreverent and kidsy to me so uh, my money was precious and you know it was uh, you could you could exchange a game but you wouldn't get nearly as much money back so i was very very careful about buying things so i stayed far away um playing mario rpg on the switch uh it's clear a lot of detail a lot of love a lot of passion is into this it's it's very well realized but i am also <laughs> yeah i'm like I'm glad to know I was right about this because it is like so – it is that RPG. It does feel like Bobby's first RPG in terms of depth and difficulty and all that jazz. It's so far – it's a it's an absolute cakewalk, and, every, and your RPG mechanics is really limited to every once in a while I'm in a store and I buy – you know, the next upgraded uh, weapon, and it takes like five seconds, and boom, there, I'm done. There's not a lot of other deep RPG decisions to be made, but it is oozing cuteness in all of its – pores and stuff so it's just a fun just to go into cruise control when i want something easy and 
just to sit back and say, okay, I'm just going to relax here at the end of the night with, with Mario and Bowser and stuff and, and have fun with it. So, um, I will be yeah. curious if you run into the hidden boss in that game and think it's easy. I think it's easy. Well, okay. You can, they can make the game a lot harder, but it would still, unless, unless things open up later on in the game, I'm not that far in, it, it's still going to be simple. Like if you don't have that many skills and stuff to pick from, and it's really kind of just attack, attack, heal. And that's my problem with a lot of Dragon Quest games, especially the older ones, is that there's not a lot of depth. It, some of those bosses were hard, but uh-huh. there's not a lot of different strategies you can pull off there. It's just a matter of whether or not you brought enough healing potions um, and mana potions and you conserved enough mana when you got to the boss. Uh, but it's really, you know, it isn't like a real deep, deep, you know, deep game like, you know, Final Fantasy VI uh, in those final in that final dungeon. Uh, I tackled the boss the first time. I remember I got my behind totally kicked, went back, and now that I kind of knew what he could dish out, revisited, realized I needed a different set of skills to kind of tackle him. And some of those skills required some grinding. Went out, grinded, got life two and life three. Very helpful. Uh, mm-hmm. As well as a couple of other things. Mixed up my parties, went back, and he was much, much easier because there's a lot of wiggle room in the RPG mechanics to take that boss on a bunch of different ways i i don't know if we get to that point with mario rpg but you would probably know better because you've been through most of it i i would but it's also been years since i played that game so i'm not 100 percent sure i just remember that um super boss being quite difficult but also <laughs> gotta get you good. know Mario RPG is already a pretty easy game, but then there's some cheese. There's some items you get that give you some cheese strategies later on that are just oh. like, yeah, I, I'm just like, yeah, nothing can kill me now. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, well, so, it, but I'm, I'm glad you're enjoying it. Uh, it's, it's funny yeah. that you funny that you mentioned. Um, but, but thinking it was kind of a kiddie game at, at, at what, 1995 when it came out? Yeah, um, it's a roundabout there, yeah. Uh, or, or rather, kind of passing on it probably because it was so stupid expensive. Yeah. Um, God, I did chores and worked with my worked for my brother-in-law for like a month to be able to afford that game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. no, it was, it, and that's what I'm saying. Like, especially at the price it was at and stuff, I'm just like, you know, it has. It, if it if it would, and it had hardly ever, I don't remember ever really seeing it on sale or in the twenty dollar bin or something for for fifteen or twenty. Um, I would have taken a chance on it, being that it was Square, and I love Square even back then. But um, but at sixty dollars, I was just like, this looks like Final Fantasy Mystic Quest, and. You know, once Mystic Quest had come out, it was hard to get reviews back then and stuff. But, you know, I'd run into a friend's house, maybe had some magazines or something, some Nintendo Powers um, or word of mouth, talking to the store owner. And eventually, you know, I'd find out, yeah, Mystic Quest was a pre-distilled basic RPG um, mm-hmm. and, and something I wouldn't find satisfying. So I think Mario, if Mario, if this RPG, if this was if this wasn't Mario and the Mario universe and it lacked that quality that we're seeing here on this, this switch remaster, there's no way I would have stuck with it for more than a few hours, but yeah, I love, I love Mario and it is oozing quality. The music's awesome. The graphics are so well done. The animation. Um, I'm just kind of curious to see what's going to happen next, you know? 
I, so. I think my favorite aspect of that game is how funny it is. Yeah, it is definitely made me chuckle uh, oh. quite a, quite a few times. Es- especially Bowser. Bowser cracks me up, which is kind of how pathetic he is. Mm-hmm. Um, well, where are where are you where are you at, or what's the latest dungeon that you did? Uh, I think uh, saving Princess uh, Peach or Toadstool, whatever the hell she's called, from the top of that tower. Oh yeah, that, t- for me that was one of the funniest dungeons in the whole game, just because of Boot Booster mm-hmm. and kind of what an idiot he is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is super funny. So I'm I'm gonna definitely keep playing more of that. I'm, I'm I I I bought it full price, uh, day one purchase, and definitely not regretting it. Um, I, I knew at least, and at the part of my happiness with the game is having expectations in a proper place. And so I knew what I was kind of getting into in terms of, of complexity. So that's not a huge minus to me. Um, and the positives are far outweighing that expected minus. So I'm having a you know pretty good time with it, and I'm even getting used to the button timings, which not usually a huge fan of those, but I'm getting pretty good at those. So awesome. Yeah. And then uh, last but not least, and it kind of piggybacks on some of the stuff you were talking about. I, I had a, a bit of a, a world of Warcraft uh, update. Oh, so. did you d- jump into the classic stuff? Oh, oh boy. All right. Buckle up here, boys and girls. Okay. <sighs> it's time for story time with old man Phil. Oh no. So, Oh my gosh. Just, Okay, so yes, in case you guys haven't heard or you didn't talk about it in the last RPG cast or a couple RPG cast ago, uh, Blizzard had a, a very interesting BlizzCon because it, it's like, let's make World of Warcraft great again. Uh, they came out and said all the things that people wanted to hear. There was something there for everybody, just about your PvP or we got more Battlegrounds coming. You're into high-end stuff. We got, you know, more high-end whatever stuff coming. Uh, you know, you're into classic. Oh, boy. We got classic plus. I'm, I'm worried. So if you try happy. to do everything for everyone, you might fail at everything. Well, normally, yes. But then they were very clear, like, we have teams out of our, like, we are really staffed up for this. Like, we have different <laughs> It's either this or let them go. Things. So we're making these things. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're, we're yeah. It's either this or Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, yeah, they were, yeah. So it was a lot of, and so all the, the talking heads on, uh, you know, on YouTube and stuff were like, holy cow, it's like Stella got her groove back. You know, Blizzard's just sounding like they're actually listening to people yeah, instead of coming out saying you know, we're doing a bunch of stuff. We we felt that way during many of the Diablo fireside chats too, but. Well, and, and by the way, speaking of, I read a great article. Uh, you could probably Google this up. I think it was PC Gamer talking about how it's gotten better and better, and it's getting to the game that you you know should have been there from the beginning. Uh, and we what, definitely Diablo? have seen people, yeah, yeah. Diablo uh, for whatever have you. They fixed the the obscene grind. Legendaries are falling much better to make that feel better. Um, there's still some work to be done, but the trip to 100 is a hell of a lot more fun and, and, and easier to manage nowadays and engaging. Uh, they still need to work on the, the in-game stuff. Uh, there's some challenges still there, but it's obviously still better than release. Um, but yeah, the article is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty well, uh, 
written i thought it might yeah I, I had tried it uh, a couple weeks ago so i got up to 50 in season two and said yeah it's better <laughs> it's better but it's still not there in the right direction right and, yes and that's why i like to let i'm a big fan of number one wait for early access to be done yeah number two if a game is in the in the rut get put it on the shelf you come back that's to these right. live service games i can't tell you how many times norman sky is a great example of that oh, bought man. it didn't yep. like it i bought it to the hype didn't like it put it on the shelf it's an exception though phil <laughs> <laughs> they don't you, you normally that go sometimes. that way. <laughs> you, you get sometimes. That's what I'm saying. You put it on the shelf. Some of them don't work out. You delete from your Steam library. No big oh, right. deal. All right. But we're talking about World of Warcraft. How is that so one, Agent? <laughs> so, and Dragonflight was pretty good. Like, it was. And then you were ago. done and was like, yeah, I, I, yep, to the shelf you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. And I can't remember why at the time I left or whatever. Because uh, there was nothing but, to do. Uh, I don't know if that was okay. it. But how long ago was that? Six months, right? At least, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, there was. Definitely... It's been a year since Dragonflight at this point. Over yeah. a little over a year. Okay. Maybe. So blood. anyway, uh, so uh, so anyway, so I've gotten to the hype. I jump back in. A lot of my friends jump back in. A lot of people were jumping back in. To like, okay, to what specifically? To retail or something? Yeah, okay. yeah. To retail. Okay. Right? Everyone's like, and we played together one night. It was great. It was cool. glorious. We were having fun. And then I never saw them again. Oh, one night. And why? <laughs> why? Because um, okay, I'm gonna, I, we run because of classic. Because of, of mother fudging classic. Now, here's my problem. Here, I don't under. I got a life, and I like to play other games. My problem with classic nope. is I remember how long grinding used to take for levels and oh, stuff. Oh, they like changed that. that. No, not by much. I've looked it up. No. It's definitely better, but it's you only have to like, get to twenty five now. That's Classic Plus. Oh. Now, here's the other thing. Now, oh, they're not the playing classic, classic Plus? No. Oh. What? No, no. Well, yes and no. See, oh, here's no. the problem, Chris. Here's the effing mother effing problem. I've always said... They split the, the player base is the problem is yes. what you're getting at, right? You're yeah. splitting the player base. They're splitting up my friends. Yeah. Everybody's in something It's a bad else. breakup. <laughs> it's a bad breakup. And I want to stay in modern because I don't want to go through that damn grind again. And I don't want to... You know, I, 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 I like the fact that my characters and my alts can do things for each other, like unlock transmogs and give things to each other. And that's just going to improve with the new expansion. One, what got me with the new expansion news was like, hey, you're going to have war bands. You're going to have characters that are easily giving things to each other, swapping things, which we can already do. They've already made some improvements on that front with Dragonflight, but they're going to take this up a whole nother level. It's going to look like the login screen to Lost Ark. You're going to see all your characters around a campfire there. You're going to be able to if you're if you're doing a heroic with oh, your main character, he's going to get gear that's just half a tier lower for all your alts. It's going to be warband bound gear. And you can send that to your alts. It's it's it, 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 they're going to have these delves that are in-game activity exploration act, outdoor exploration activities that can be done with any number of friends. So if you're antisocial like me and you just have one or two friends, go do a delve, and it's in-game content. It will give in-game gear. It's going to be right up there with in-game PvP and and raiding. And so I'm like, that's all really gr- great for the person like me who's who's a bit on that side of the the equation. Um, but then all my what few friends I have with the classic or classic, like even agree on classic or like classic and classic plus. I'm like, F all of you. Like, what am I supposed to do with that? And and that's kind of like the frustration of the 2023. I've got friends who play games, but there's so many darn games, even in a multiplayer realm. There's so many that no one's playing the same game at the same time. And so 
now you've managed to go, well, we can at least all agree on World of Warcraft for this month. Oh, wait, no, we can't because there's three different versions of World of Warcraft. Soon to be four, uh, right? Well, uh, and yeah, actually, probably. okay, so let's, so we got retail, we've got yep. classic plus, we have classic, and then there's multiple flavors of classic. So soon there'll be cataclysm classic, right? Oh, boy. And yeah, then okay, you've got, that's true. then you've got classic hardcore. True. Right, and True. then oh. there are classic servers that are restricted to just vanilla and Burning Crusade and uh, um, Ice Cream Citadel and um, Cataclysm. Like, how are they splitting that up? Like, I, I thought that there was only just vanilla classic servers, and that going forward and the other expansions is mandatory. Okay, mm. so it's like vanilla, vanilla, and latest classic expansion. Yeah, that's it. And then hardcore aware, variants yes. of all of that. <laughs> I don't know. There's yeah. so many options. <laughs> yeah, it's just cool. It, it is. It is. It is something else. So um, that was kind of sad and frustrating for me. I have a new player who joined one of our tabletop games uh, a week ago. And in channel, he just blurted out, does anybody play Warcraft retail? And I'm like, me, me, let's talk. Ooh. So I'm going to try to get with him and see if he's playing it. But I've also just, I've gone to my friends and I posted this on our disc, on our Pathfinder Discord server. I'm like, look, here's what I'll do. Here's what I do. I, I, while I'm antisocial, I like hanging out with just a, you know, the one or two good friends that I know or whatever. I just don't like being in big groups. I don't like being in big guilds. I, I just, I, I, yeah. But for I'm good friends already, way. Yeah. So what I did is I just said, look, here's a list of the games that I consider to be evergreen. You know, evergreen games for me are games that never get old. I can play Monster Hunter and drop of a hat years later. I still love it. You know, Earth Defense Force. Wait, like which that. Monster Hunter? You going back to Rise PS2 Monster Hunter? Rise of World. Because okay. you can't play, you can't play like, you know, you can't play Generations on the Switch, I suppose, but you can't play Monster Hunter 4 um, Good. with your friends anymore. You could try. Yeah. Those I want to play, too, I wanna play Cat Mode off. and Ultimate. For right. ultimate. <laughs> well, we can do we can do that. We can do that on the Switch. I do have generations. I just on the Switch. I just want them to bring I'm cat G-ray. mode back. All right. I thought it was a good idea. Me. I got yeah. on the Switch. You can yeah. play your cat mode there. Yeah. I'll back you up. No, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, I no. got an insect lave. I love. No, you can't. No, it's all cat. All cats are bust. Feline are bust. Cat squad. I can't, I can't. I can't play the cats. Yeah. Tiger I tried, squad. Like, okay. That's definitely. You can name him Tiger. It'll be great. Person than me. It feels clunky. It, it is. Just, I don't know. But you it play is. that boomerang. It, it's easy mode. It it's is Monster Hunter mode. baby mode. That's what it, it is. is. Monster. That's what I've heard. It just, I, it, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. EDF. I got a, a number of games on there. World War Z. I'm willing to try that one. You know, things like that. So I've had a couple of people take me up on that. And we've been playing here and there. But I digress. Yes. World of Warcraft. If, if you're doing modern, maybe give me a holler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I'm on the RP what, Gamer server, Discord server. I think what I'm looking forward to the most in uh, the new WoW, the new WoW expansion, whenever it comes out, is um, being able to get any transmog gear, no matter what class yeah. I'm playing. Because my God, my mm-hmm. my poor hunter has ran uh, Dragon Soul so much mm-hmm. that she has like every single piece of mail that could ever come out of that dungeon. Mm. And I run that dungeon a lot because I need one more um, Drake to get an achievement. And and I need a Drake to drop. And what? There's a, 
There's a dragon dressed up like a reindeer in the winter event. Oh. Huh. That's me, interesting. Uh, yeah, here it is. Here. Look, look, look at this. Look at this. <laughs> you get a little Santa sleigh for your dragon and a Rudolph nose. <laughs> okay, that's adorable. <laughs> Time to play. Log into Dragonflight, everyone. <laughs> there you go. Do it. And if you, hey, if you bring me along, guys, my main is healer. Like, you know, instant cues. No problem. Is that from a boss drop or is that from one of it's the It's the present? event. It's Wintertide stuff. Okay. Or Wintervale, whatever it's called. But, um, my point is, my point is that I I would love to be able to run Dragon Soul on other characters, but the uh, Spine of Deathling is hard to run on other characters because you need like ranged and uh, all sorts of stuff, and TLDR being able to get other transmog gear in that dungeon is going to be a godsend. Hmm. Absolutely, I think that yeah, that was definitely one of the more exciting announcements. Clearly, they're 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 doing a lot for us, mostly antisocial, you know, more casually, you know, type of players. And I found that super exciting. So maybe maybe you and I need to hook up sometime if you're still playing, Kelly. Because um, I mean, I, and I think that was the kind of the cool things about Delta is you don't won't need a lot of people. You don't need a full group of five. You don't need a clan. You, you can actually do it by yourself. They'll give you an NPC guy like in Final Fantasy, but I'd rather, even if it's just one person, like if I'm playing completely solo all the I'm, time, I'm going to probably. What just are you talking about at this games. point? The Delves. The Delves. So they, the Delves is one of the things that are going to be coming out with a new expansion at the end of next year. They are in game outdoor exploration activities. So right now you've got outdoor like daily quests and activities oh, that pop up okay. that give you gear and stuff like that. It's not in the game can, yet. All right. Right, right. Uh, once you get up to a certain point, you'll instead of like going and raiding or whatever as people do, dungeons moving into raids, you'll have these delves, and you'll be able to take an NPC companion with you, uh, something Bronzebeard. It's a dwarf in the first season, and you can tell him basically to be tank, healer, DPS, support you the way you want to be supported, very much like Chocobo in Final Fantasy fourteen. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you'll be able to go and do these with just your companion. But if you got friends, you can bring friends instead. And uh, I imagine the difficulty. Well, who knows how that's going to go, though. Uh, This is just what they talked about in the these are the, you know, what they presented in the thing. And they did give some some details on how that was going to work. So that's the details that I'm sharing um, from 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 BlizzCon. It it went on for hours. It wasn't (laughs) just all tales for hours, but I watched like three or four hours dedicated to here's what's coming in the world of Warcraft. And some of it was stuff I just didn't care about, like the new PvP improvements and things like that. But when they talked about the more casual stuff and uh, lower lower grouping stuff or solo stuff, I was like, ooh. Like the war bands. The war ba- that was the one thing I really did like about Lost Ark. Lost Ark is very alt-focused uh, and it's, a, it's one insane grind. But I did like the fact that when you got into a login screen, you saw all your alts right there on the screen like sitting together as if they were a party all along. And honestly, now this is just pure, you know, conjecture. I heard from one of the YouTubers and I could totally see this and would be excited for it. It, You know, you've already got uh, dungeons that you can run with AI controlled bots or whatever have you. So uh, NPCs and stuff from the story. But could you imagine if, and you got that in Final Fantasy 14, but could you imagine if you could run these dungeons with your alts run by the AI? (gasps) What a great idea. That would be awesome. 
So you would, I, you would make alts just so you could. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That that fa- that totally fits into the wow alt addiction that people have. Yeah. Yes, a hundred and twelve percent. So um, I, that's that's where I'm kind of hoping this is going. Now that's not even getting into like the story stuff they talked about. Uh, there they announced three different expansions uh, ahead of time and really laying out the roadmap, which is not something they normally do. Uh, they clearly have a vision for where they want to go with a lot of this. And if you're into Warcraft lore, which I'm not really, th- there's a lot to be excited there as well. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. If any of y'all are interested, Kelly, if you're interested, you guys know where to find me. I'm on the, the Discord server. Just hit me up because my subscription is good for another 28 days, whether I like it or not. So, uh, I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna have to wait for a gaming drop to sign back up because that's been my problem this year. There's been too much so stuff to play. Oh, absolutely. No, I feel your pain. But that's it, Mr. Chris. How about you? Um, hi. Hi, you. I'm Chris Privetier, and I play too much Path of Exile. Oh my goodness gracious! You called it, Kelly. Yep. There's no, there's no calling it. It's not even my fault. It's they no, released it's a new fault. league this week. It's been uh, a week of the brand new league, Path of Exile Affliction, and I've been uh, jumping into these. Okay. So Cyrail in our chat said, hey, Chris, you're interested in Path of Exile. Me and my WoW group used to play Path of Exile. So how about you join us and play some Path of Exile with, with us? And I've actually teamed up with them in WoW a little bit in Dragonflight. So I was like, okay, I'll play some Path of Exile with you all. So we all leveled characters together this week. So oh, I have nice. PoE friends. Yay! Yay! So in this new in the new in the new league, they have these holes in the ground that show up in the maps, and you jump into the into the holes, and then um, you kill monsters, and then you fin- leave the hole, and a bunch of glitter spreads out on the map, and it, it juices up all the bosses and makes them really strong, and then you die to them. So mm. we call it jumping in the party hole and giving body, body glitter to all the bosses. So it's great. So we've been jumping in the party hole all week, and actually by the end of the week, we've decided to stop jumping in the party hole, because it's too freaking hard. We don't jump in the party hole anymore. Um, So, uh, yeah. Other than that, it's been, it's a fresh season, so I have to start from scratch. So I've been kind of remaking my character from last season, and some with some tweaks and, and changes, because things were nerfed. So I've got a slightly different sort of character and I'm getting back on my feet so I can make money so I can make the character of my dreams and do what I want and get all the money in the game and stick it in my ears and go. Um, Cause I don't know what you do in this game. You just have fun. So that's been interesting. It's been, you know, starting fresh and uh, I progress from zero a lot faster than I used to. I got better at the game by playing it for like nonstop three months. Go figure. Yeah, um, I would have never guessed. I'm not good at the game, but I'm a lot better than I was. Yeah, think- and that's what I've been doing. It's still Path of Exile. You run around, you kill lots of monsters, you blow up the maps, and uh, yeah. And uh, do you know? Do you know how long it took for me to actually do multiplayer content with the? So this has been just us on Discord hanging out while we all level our characters and try to give advice to each other. Okay. Not until last night did I actually run a map with one of these people because it's <laughs> it's a social game, right? Well, right. yeah. When you party in one of these games, you make maps harder, so you kind of need to be ready for that. 
And we're finally at the part where we're ready for that. And people have been, you know, I've been playing for three months. These guys haven't played for like two years. So they're all trying different characters, seeing what they want to play. Um, and so we're finally got, we're on our feet and we're at the point where we're either going to lock down and maybe do some cool stuff together or everyone's going to be like, yeah, that was fun to try. I'm going to quit. <laughs> so I don't know where we're at, but we're at that, that first inflection point. So I'm interested to see how this week goes. And, um, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny cause we played, I played some Titan quest last weekend with a friend. So I'm going like all the way at the other spectrum and going old school with my action RPGs. Nice. Yeah, we had some fun with that. Um, I'm sure you saw it since you watch Asmongold as well, but I saw that video he did on on uh, Path of Exile 2 Alpha, and that looked pretty cool. I played it at PAX. <gasps> did you? Yeah, I liked is, it. Is I it, played the is Druid. It as cool as it looks? Yeah, it is pretty cool. It's a different game. It's a harder game. Um, but it felt good what I played, and um, you know, it's still in development, so... Not much to say till it actually comes out. I did yeah, not watch yeah. the video about the alpha, so I don't know what's changed and what's new in the alpha that that you're referring to. But um, I'm sure there's just lots of new things and more speculation. And it's like, yeah, I kind of want to just put it on the shelf and wait for yeah, you know, the for, thing to come out. For, yeah, thing to come out. <laughs> and and thankfully, there's a ton there with Path of Exile One, obviously, to keep people uh, busy yeah. for for a long time. Though my plan is like this season, and then no matter what. Even if I love every bit of the season, play it to the very end like I did that last season. Like, I'm not playing PoE next season. Like, I need to do other things in my life. <laughs> you, need a, you need a PoE uh, vacation. I don't, yeah. It's like, because I would like to play two when it comes out. And if I just keep playing Path of Exile one till then, like, nah, man. <laughs> That's but, funny. Though I do, I do believe it's going to be like Path of Exile two comes out. Everyone tries it. They all hate it. At least all the people who played one will hate two. And so all the two players will go back to one because one will probably have a new season around then anyway. And so you go do that and then all a new crew will come in for two and it'll be a new game for a new generation. And it should be it'll be fun just to watch the drama. I love it. Um, Yeah. Other than that, I've just been watching like drama videos on YouTube. So (laughs) why not? Why not? I'm with you. I do the, you know, a lot of times when I'm doing just kind of uh, my my more brandless part of my job or something like that, and I don't want to quite put on an audio book because I want to, you know, I may not be paying full attention the entire time. Internet drama is kind of the way to go. I I don't know why. I'm listening to, I've been listening to a lot of Asmongle lately and listening to uh, right now his video on boogies, Mm. boogies life and stuff like that. So there's your internet drama right there. Yeah. That's an old one. It's an oldie, yeah. I've been listening to a lot of uh, Reddit "Am I the Asshole?" posts. Nice. As, oh, as God. Listening? YouTube. What do you mean listening? Oh, they read it. They read yeah, it. Yeah, you just look up AITA um, story time, and there'll be an, an AI voice. AI voice just reading the post and reading some of the verdicts. Oh, wow. <laughs> we need. Uh, wow. How do I find this again? AITA story times. AITA story times. Oh, it's literally just called story time. Story Reddit time stories about. of pro revenge and nuclear revenge and more. Yeah. This is not a healthy pastime. I don't know. <laughs> I've got some concerns, Kelly. <laughs> it's taught me that people are jerks. I was watching I there I just started one by um uh oh what's his name? 
what's his name? Uh, it, mm, hold on. Uh, a, Adrian, Adrian, is it Adrian? Yeah, by Alexander Avila, not Adrian, uh, on Taylor Swift. And it's really fascinating. And so, but I don't have the conclusion yet, so I can't give you the, like the tagline. Um, but suffice it to say, he starts the video and within a minute of the video start, he has to go out and touch grass. So, you know, it's going to be juicy. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Fun stuff in YouTube documentaries slash drama videos slash I needed to watch something that's not distracting me from my job. <laughs> Should that be our question of the week? If you, what do you listen to while you're gaming? <sighs> yeah, sure. Ooh, I like that. I like one. it. That's great, Kelly. I'd love to hear what people say. Because I'll usually listen to YouTube occasionally audio uh, for gaming. If it's a brainless game, I can do audio books. If it's just like Musos or something like that, so that's a great question. I like to hear what people have to say. Yeah, I really needed that for Diablo two or Diablo four. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> DD, what about Path of Exile, Chris? Um, I'm doing a lot of math in Path of Exile between like maps, so it's like yes and no. Usually what I put on with Path of Exile, because Path of Exile is basically a game that you have to treat like a profession. Uh, yeah. I put on streamers that talk about Path of Exile things, so I can just keep dumping more knowledge in my head. Eventually... It's- you you learn it all and you can take a break from that crap and just put some techno music on or Christmas music. And that's like what I would do. But um, I'm not there yet. There's always more to learn, especially with a new season, new strategies, new things to try. Um, it, it, it can, uh, you know, one of the things that intimidates me about that game is the whole, you know, the way trading and everything works and I, I just I, that that looks very intimidating and I don't like to use third party websites, you know, for that you know, for stuff. Can can you play the game without getting into all of that? Are you really getting do you, you do, do you want to succeed or do you not care? <laughs> do you want to succeed? Oh uh, my gosh. So there are plenty of guides that will just take you through getting through the campaign with no problem. Uh-huh. And that's not going to be an issue. So you can do that and not have to worry about learning any of the systems. You can just play around with builds and probably get through the campaign without a problem. Um, but like actually doing end game stuff requires either really following a guide closely or learning or both. And it's just kind of the way it is. There's a lot of systems and part of it is kind of learning what, like, so the campaign is one thing. Like if that's all you care about, you kind of don't need to worry about most of the crap. Just find something fun and, and make it better as you go through the campaign, you finish campaign, then you're done. Um, I'm playing for like end game and a lot of the end game stuff is learning what you like in the game, which means you have to try a lot like 10 years worth of cruft that they've added in the game to see which of the things you like and which you don't. And then you can kind of make it custom it, customize it for yours. They have a whole tree on the end game that you can choose to make the content you like to do better and even turn off some of the content you don't like. So it, it's very involved. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I guess that's a that that that's always a, a big question mark with all these seasons and each one of these having different mechanics and stuff. How how does that work? Yeah, they they decide you- on each one like are we going to bring this into the core game or not? And it'll usually be at least two seasons before it'll come in, maybe later depending on how they choose to do things and then some things never get brought into the core game. So, 
Interesting. Cool. And 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 it's free to play done right, right, Chris? Yes, with one exception. You have to, you do need to do a microtransaction for some premium stash tabs if you want to be able to trade items. Like, not with your friends, you could just trade with your friends, no problem. But if you want to list things on the official trading site that everyone uses, you need a premium stash tab, and that does cost money. How much? A dollar. Oh, goodness gracious. I think if for one, and when it's on sale. Otherwise, it's a dollar fifty. Oh, no, not a dollar fifty. I know. I know. Gosh, I might have. I might have just. Now I've spent significantly more because I've upgraded all my stash tabs to be premium tabs because I don't want to have to do inventory management. I'm like, wherever that thing is, I want to be able to sell it from right there because I'm crazy. So, um, but you don't have to do that. But you you will have some restrictions if you don't, you know, pay some microtransactions for that convenience. And they have a bunch of organizational stash tabs that they sell. Like instead of just doing inventory space, you got a custom tab for managing all your currency, managing all your skill gems, managing all your maps. So, um, there is some pay to win for, from the perspective of quality of life. Um, there is no pay for power, however. Um, and which is true in Diablo four as well. They don't, you can't buy power in either game. But um, mm-hmm. you can. You do need to do a little bit of investment in PoE in order to sell for currency, um, which also is completely irrelevant if you like to play solo self-found, which if you do, then you can't trade anyway. So who cares if you have premium tabs? Because you can't trade. <laughs> you can't trade if you do what? Solo self-found. This is a concept in Diablo 3 as well. Um, or was it something you have to manu- so it's a concept at least in most of these games where you don't trade and just use gear you find and craft oh yeah that's exactly what i was kind of talking about like can you get by without doing all that trading stuff? you can absolutely you can huh. um it is much easier to build a powerful character without that because um you have to learn crafting if you're going to do it all on your own mm-hmm. and that is one of the um imposing systems in path of exile interesting and like to avoid crafting you could build around uniques but those are hard to find if you can't trade for them because they're not all going to drop for you so you see the issue there (laughs) wow some deep stuff yeah but we're going to move on because people have heard me talk about path of exile far too much uh hopefully i'll have some more social perspectives of path of exile for next week and if not um then i won't really talk about it much so the end (laughs) The end. Well, thank you for that, Mr. Chris. So our question of the week last week is, what are you going to play during your, assuming you get one, holiday break? Um, from Platinum, when I get back from the Christmas cruise, I'm definitely playing Dragon Quest Monsters the Dark Prince. Um, but on the cruise, I can't verify my digital game without Wi-Fi, so I'm going to bring my 3DS Oof. for more Dragon Quest Monsters 1, Terry's Wonderland 3D. Yeah, I didn't know that if you had multiple switches and multiple accounts that like yeah. the slave account had to validate. Yeah, only the first, the primary system that you're on can play digital content offline. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah, yeah, that's the way that rolls. It does suck. Um, yeah, I agree. It sucks. Um, from Gamer Esquire, I will begin by thanking the cast for another great year of podcasting. Aww, you're welcome. Thank you for listening. 
<laughs> I, I need to work on commenting more often, but I will never miss an episode. Even Kelly's blasphemy regarding oh. Secret of Mana is not enough to ward me off from listening to the podcast. Wow. Kelly, what I, did you say about Secret of Mana? I said the reason why Mana sequels are bad was because Secret of Mana 1 was never good. Oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I'm kind of joking. It does have some issues that with age, it it doesn't feel as good as it did back then. Yeah, the game has issues. I don't deny that it's a fun game, but when I played it a couple of years ago, it's like, this is laggy and has no story. Mm -hmm. Me too. Uh, So I I had played it. I I thought I was going to play through. I had like the the, the trilogy or whatever it is on the Switch. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was exactly what I was going to play through. I couldn't. I, and I gave it the old college. Did you do trials like, on the Switch, or did, I did you? It, then I did. Yeah, I did do. The or trial, did you do the remake? Uh, oh, uh, I played. There's the 3D remake the, of Trials that everyone says is fantastic. Yeah, that was okay. That one I actually beat at least. So at least it was good enough for me to get all. But the way then through. on but the, the collection, there was runs. the original. <laughs> yeah, the, the originals. No, no, like none the of older them. Older games right. just don't yep. hold up. Okay. Yeah. See, I, I had played the original on. Um, uh, a fan translation of the original, not not on original hardware, but on a emulator, and the the Super Nintendo version of that fixes everything that I had every issue I had with uh, Secret, mm-hmm. even on the Super Nintendo. So it just sucks that it took us like what thirty years to get that game officially. Yeah. So I I I'm sorry, Gamer Esquire. I was mildly kidding. Um, uh-huh. to, to be fair, we didn't get the good one in the U.S. for 30 years, so my bad. Um, let's see, what else did he say? Um, dating myself here, but I per- purchased my SNES 30 years ago to play that game, and 30 years later, it still remains my favorite game of all time. All that aside, I plan to use the Christmas break to revisit Mario RPG and finish Star Ocean 2R if time permits. I would love to try, uh, in stars and time, as I've heard great things. In stars and time, what game is that? I don't know. Looks like a oh, black a and white time looping RPG. There you go. Oh yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. I don't know why. For some reason, I had it in my or I heard that name and th- was thinking like it was a, another name for Sea of Stars. <laughs> anyway, from Shaman, I know. What I should play is Octopath Traveler 2, Mario Wonder, Advance Wars, that second run of Fire Emblem Engage I've been putting off, Sea of Stars. But I will end up having waking dreams about Pokemon games on my Steam Deck with the catch catch them all in advanced difficulty mods. Um, Shaman, um, don't sit on Octopath Traveler 2. I think that is one of the best games that has come out this year in, in a sea of wonderful games anyway. Um that one is really freaking good. And then from the anime man, uh, working in medical, there's no real winter break, but I'm taking 1217 and 1218 off from work. I did volunteer to work on Christmas for four hours um, to make some nice holiday money. I also am already scheduled to work New Year's Day as well. I, I remember holiday pay uh, when I worked at the radio station, and at the end of the day, it wasn't worth it. At least that was how it was for me. Mm. 
So our question of the week this week, what do you listen to while you're gaming? Um, music, podcasts, audiobooks, your, your cat yelling at you? Um, Why not everything? Uh, leave a comment on the show thread and we will read it. Uh, are we having a show next week? It's the 23rd. Yeah, why not? Okay. You around? I'm around. I'm around, probably. Yeah, I... Fans. We might have Christmas that night because my nephew usually has to work on Sundays. Well, we'll probably have a show, and if it doesn't work out, that's fine, too. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're definitely a Christmas at night kind of people because getting up at the crack of dawn to wrap present or to open presents was not my family's favorite thing. So um, leave a comment on the show thread uh, when it gets posted later if you have something you like to listen to. And now we are ready for news. Born of Bread is getting a physical release. Okay. This came out last, I think it came out last week. It's sort of a Paper Mario kind of game. Um, and it's getting a physical edition, for, let's see, from uh, Dear Villagers and Wild Art Studio. doesn't really say what comes with the physical edition, but it's expected to re- release in quarter one. Or rather, I mean, obviously it comes with the game. I wasn't sure if they were doing like collector's editions. I guess if they do that, we will find out later. Um, turn-based combat dating game Nova Hearts announced. Um, this is planned to release for PC via Steam in summer 2024, and the first chapter of the game, The Spark, is going to be made available for free on January 17th. And I guess everybody turns into superheroes in this game. Oh, okay. Yeah. And there's like a whole bunch of dating stuff. I had a lot of arguments about the show Heroes this week. (laughs) And that makes me think of this, but I don't want to think about it all that again. (laughs) uh, What a show that had such a good first season and then could not recover. Yeah. Let's Um, just blame the writer's strike, but then explain the reboot. We can't. It just went bad. Um, Jagged Alliance 3 content update is releasing next week. Um, Wait, hold I, on. I guess... Hold on. This Nova Hearts game, everyone's a superhero, but it's a turn-based dating game? Combat yeah. dating? What is well, combat there's, dating? There's turn-based battles, and then there's dating sim stuff. Oh, for goodness sake. All right. You, you seem perturbed. And are you playing Nova Hearts? Why not? It's a turn-based combat dating game. Yeah, she says, yeah, I need to. <laughs> you fight over who's getting the check, says Vaughn. Oh, come on. I love it. Um, so Jagged Alliance, uh, Jagged Alliance 3 content update is getting a new mid-game quest um, where you're uncovering secrets held between the nation of Grand Chien since World War II. Okay. And there's new maps and a new military complex. I haven't played this at all. I didn't even know what Jagged Alliance was and why there's three games. I guess yeah. it's an, an XCOM. It's, yeah, they're 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 highly uh, tactical. I say they're because there's obviously three of them. Plus, it's it's made by a developer that 
makes other types of similar games. Um, but the, uh, a very highly tactical. Um, so you're going to be planning your turns fairly carefully. Uh, you're going to be like throwing things to get this guy's attention over here, usually outnumbered, outgunned. So you have to plan, you know, everything very, very uh, carefully in these things. Um, they, I believe, I'm a double check, but like, uh, I believe, let me just, uh, you're killing me, Gog. But um, yeah, just just very highly tactical games. That kind of gives the XCOM vibe. Um, there's some math running underneath there. Uh, I'm trying to remember though if they really had like RPG mechanics or if it's just all. Um, the game tactics. features new RPG elements for the series, including character yeah. levels, perks, loot, and equipment. Our I story was about says. To say, there yeah, you when you look at the prior, there you go. Because in the prior iterations, they were pretty RPG light, if RPG at all, because it was just really focused on that tactical experience. Yeah. I mean, if you like XCOM, you, you're probably going to like these guys. Because That's probably what they did. They the RPG'd return. it up to appeal to the X, uh, XCOM community. Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, that's how you do it. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah. What's up with Fay Farm, Kelly? It's got DLC that's out now. Oh, okay. Um, for free if you own the Switch version or its PC Deluxe Edition, or all individually right. for ten bucks. Huh. Um, you're going to the Archie Palgio Park, mm-hmm. um, where you go to learn animal languages to recruit new critters. All right. Yeah, I haven't. I've heard mixed things about this game. You get some wings. It looks like. Oh, cool! So you Are can fly kitties? around. Uh, no, I don't know. I don't know nothing about this game, but it looks Pokemon-ish, except more of a collecting rather than battling. Yeah, I, I think the base game is supposed to be more farming sim. Okay. But um, we've got new details about Unicorn Overlord and its character bones. Um, so I guess you're just going to go to the pub and have a meal and bond with other characters in the nation in the various nations. Um, it's called, and the, the system is called Report. Rapport. Rapport. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that was a silent T. Yep. Um, supposed to come out on March 8th. I have this pre-ordered. It looks very intriguing and very pretty looking food. Oh, I didn't in-game. see that there was food pictures. Oh, yeah, there's food pictures. It's vanillaware. Better food pictures than Final Fantasy 15? Oh, let's not go overboard, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> can't, can't we be friends instead of rivals with the food pictures? <laughs> let's see. Uh, Worlds of Aria is getting narration from Laura Bailey. Okay. Uh, this is a tabletop-inspired RPG, and she's basically doing the narration of the journey. So you get a dungeon crawling experience um, with, with just her narrating. Sorry, that was one of the critical role characters. Okay. I don't know. How did we feel about this game? We've talked about it before. I don't remember this one. Worlds of Aria? I don't Yeah. Know. I mean, it, it it's not out yet, right? Uh, no, it's supposed to come out for Steam and Nintendo Switch in 2024. And I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'm amused that the characters in the game look like little uh, paper, acrylic standees. Yep. Which is a lot of what a lot of people use for miniatures nowadays. It's a lot cheaper. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And it's, you can just 3D print them. Yeah. Uh, just... <laughs> 
puts miniature painters like me out of the job. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're still the premium option. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, oh, like a dragon Gaiden got a trailer for its English dub and then the English dub just kind of shadow dropped. It's out. Um, Get so yours if, today. If you prefer to play your Yakuza games in English like I do, here you go. Weren't people complaining about this dub for some reason? Yeah, before it was for some out. reason they thought that it sucked. I don't know. Um, I think the only game I've played in English from that series is uh, Like a Dragon. The, or rather the, um, the one with Ichiban. The naming conventions of the series is so confusing. But yeah, you, you have your English dub now. Oh, cool. Um, we've got a new Kiseki game announced. Uh, Kaido Kiseki Farewell Ozimura. Um, this is set after the events of uh, Kurono Kiseki 2 Crimson Sin. So I'm, I'm wondering if this is kind of the epilogue to the two um, Kurono Kiseki games or just the way its name seems more ep- seems more epilogue than direct sequel-y to me. Because mm. that's kind of how they do things. How do you have an epilogue game? Because the game needs to have a its own arc of narr- narrative, right? Uh, trails. For, uh, <laughs> trails for finds my, a way. <laughs> yeah, trails finds a way is the short answer. Well, right. Like tra- trails, the third was considered an epilogue to um to Sky Games. Okay. And instead of having like a, I mean, it has sort of had a main overarching story, but it showed a lot of like what the characters did after uh, Trails in the Sky one and two. Okay. Um. Same for that one that just came out recently, Trails into Reverie. It's sort of like a, a epilogue to the whole Erbonian arc. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and that's just how they do things. Their universe is so huge; they need to have epilogue games. Fair enough. Um. So, uh, plan to release in Japan 2024. No platforms have been announced. No Western release has been announced, but. We're just now getting uh, uh, Trails Through Daybreak next year, which is uh, the first Kuro Kiseki. So might be a while before we get that one. Um, am I to release dates yet? No. Persona 3 Reload details. Okay. Uh, Persona 3 Reload details the, the, the new Velvet Room and the new town facilities. Um, so I- Igor is back, versed by Kirk Thornton. And... I could argue that the Velvet Room has the prettiest music in the entire game. Except for the part where she's off key, but yeah. Oh, yeah. you can hear. Yep. It's been annoying me for over a decade now. <laughs> There's a point where she slides up to, to a note and she's just doesn't quite hit it right. <laughs> but they've gone with that those- same recording in every game since Persona 3. <laughs> Is it one of those things that if you ever point it out to me, it's going to ruin that song for me? It depends how much you care about things being like an eighth out of t- off key, you know? I mean, I normally can't tell a difference. Then maybe not. Like, I, I, I still have to listen for it to notice it. I can tune it out, so I think you'd be okay. Ah, uh, okay. 
Well, um, there's that talks. This article talks about the fusions. We all know about that stuff. Um, do they justify why they changed voices? I guess they do. They have like a video with like the old Shinjiro and the new Shinjiro all in the same video. I don't know what's going on. I should watch this. Probably because a lot of the old voices were people that I don't think really work that much in the industry anymore. Well, I mean, um, Akihiko's voice actor does still. Uh, uh, that That's uh, Liam O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he does some voices, but not nearly as much as he did in the 2000s. Right. Mainly because all the Critical Role people were making mad Critical Role money. That's but, a good uh, point. Maybe they're just too busy doing that. But I mean, obviously, Laura Bailey still has uh, time. To we just saw that. Stuff. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I, I don't know. Uh, um, but yeah. So so what are what was I was saying the the uh, establishments um, like the Iwatudai strip mall, uh, Tatsumi Port Island Station, where you can buy items, work part time, and improve your social stats. We also got a, a police station for a weapon shop. Oh, I didn't know that you could. <laughs> okay, it, the police officer there is aware of the dark hour, and that's why he's selling weapons. Oh, nice. Um, and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, I mean, if you've played the original game, you probably know what to expect. This is supposed to be out on February 2nd. And then finally, we've got uh, Saga Emerald Beyond releasing in April. Um. This is, this game kind of refines the timeline-based system from Saga Scarlet Grace and is going to return, um, bring back the Glimmer system and uh, character formations, which is a, kind of a class staple from other Saga games. The Glimmer system is um, basically learning moves like mid-fight. Can't remember how they trigger, though. Mm-hmm. Um, Apparently I, there's the a talking cat fan. in this game. I don't know oh, what's going is? on. Yep. Look at them, right here. Oh, talking a talking cat. A talking cat. <laughs> oh, that's just for us, Kelly. All right. Anyway. Oh, they're in your party. He, Look at this. I, I Look at these weapons. Ask, <laughs> is he voiced by Eric Roberts in a bathroom? I did, probably not. <laughs> Weapon I, A. I love cat the- claws. <laughs> Cat claws, cat claws, cat fur for armor. Mm-hmm. It should get you a point of DR. Come on. If he is an unneutered male, he might have that extra thick layer of fat for armor. Oh, okay. There you go. But I guess they don't want to go in that deep. Probably not, or, no. Or if it's a girl. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is supposed to come out um for pretty much everything on April 25th, 2024. And now that there, I know that there's a talking cat in the game. I'm curious. Meow. But I like saga games, so that's just me. Um, now we got new release dates to talk about. This is um, Dungeon Travelers Two or Dungeon Travelers Which? Two Heart Two Heart Two in Another World is releasing oh, on sake. PC. <laughs> Guys who keep asking for these games. I mean, they wouldn't be putting them out if people weren't buying them. But Phil, this is for you. It's going to be on Steam. Uh, Oh, it is? Yeah. 
I remember. I yeah. I remember. I remember. Uh, I, I I played one on the Vita, and 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 I came to realize very quickly that's not a game you play on the airplane. It's, no, it's not okay. Yeah, people are looking over your shoulder it's there probably, on the airplane. It's probably fine. It's not on the it, airplane. Oh right, yeah. this is the game with these characters. Yep, yeah. it's not fine. Yeah. Not fine. Not it's okay. not fine. Nope. Yeah, I I was a little self conscious playing playing it while standing in line for the concert a couple of weeks ago because I'm. Did it stop trying... you from playing it? Uh, I have nothing else to do, and I didn't want to turn <laughs> my phone. Okay. You still needed like the too, game. Like, let's not be crazy. I just felt bad feel, doing it. <laughs> I just, yeah. Well, and I felt like, like you're a middle aged guy on a plane playing that. That's just not, no, just uh, even in my own house, my wife walked by and go, What the hell are you playing? And I'm like, It's for review. Sure uh-huh. it is. Sure uh-huh. it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I, I think you're too self conscious, Phil, because I know for a fact that Anna played something like that on her Vita in church. Oh, no, yep. not in church. And I no. talked to her about that. <laughs> I talked to her. <laughs> and I was told I don't get Chris? to decide that for her, but um, okay. she did She did switch up the game. She moved to the upstairs where you, you can't get behind it because I just didn't want the kids seeing that. <laughs> I think it was one of the criminals, criminal yeah. games she was yeah. playing, yeah. which makes it somehow worse. I know. You know Criminal Girls 1 is banned on Steam or on Twitch? No. Or it might be the whole series. I was looking through the cuz yeah, the whole Twitch controversy stuff, but Criminal Girls is not allowed. <laughs> yeah. No, 100%. I nice. remember seeing that specifically called out on the list. It wasn't even just like alluded. No, no, it's specifically called out. I am not surprised. <laughs> uh, uh, they are naughty naughty girls. They're criminals after all. Um, so we've got Wheat River coming to PlayStation next week. Yep. Um, this is <laughs> draws inspiration from Dark Souls and Tetris. You're going yep. through procedurally generated dungeons as they visit floating ruins, and you have to move them together through sliding puzzles. Okay. I have this on my wish list for Steam. I don't know if I should because I. Didn't know it was a Dark Souls kind of yeah, game. Yeah, it's it's a roguelike sort of thing. Yeah, and um, we've got a review of its PC release if you're curious, but it comes out on December nineteenth. Um, we've got the retro-inspired Atlas Atlas Webs releasing next month. Uh, and inspired by by Mother it mixes turn-based combat with bullet hell uh, action elements. So there you go, Bill. You're into bullet hell games, according no. to your what, what yeah, you played. No. This no, looks I'm like bullet like, hell earth earthbound. Bullet, bullet hells are like how, how do I say it? It's wait a it's second. Like this is just game. an Undertale ripoff, Kelly. <laughs> Look at this. In oh. color. Undertale is also in color. Well, I meant the fights. Oh, okay, fair enough. See, when I see a title like Atlas Wept, I'm like, is this a Ayn Rand thing? It- who knows maybe it is i guess the story is uh you're seeking to find the origin of a benevolent personality erasing force while also trying to find the truth behind the the existence of gig the robot dog okay oh it's releasing next month on january 17th so you can look forward to that 
And then finally, Toho Spell Carnival reveals new characters and a release date. Um, it's coming to the Nintendo uh, PS4 or 5 and Nintendo Switch in Japan on April April 18th. No news about a localization. Um, this is a spinoff from the Toho games. I guess it's supposed to be an action RPG? Yeah, it looks like a oh, no. TRPG with bullet hell. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, because why not? Why not? Listen, when it comes to the world of Toho, if you can think of it, they've tried it or they're going to try it. Okay, that doesn't really say much, but seriously, they go for it there. <laughs> Toho Tetris? All right, Toho Tetris. No, let's look this up. Toho Tetris. It's called Toho Mino. Uh, it's a modification of of Nolpomino's marathon game mode. Toho Mino is based on Toho Project. Yes. So, yes, we have Toho Tetris, Kelly. <laughs> what about Toho Sims? All right. Toho Sims. Um, <laughs> I've created a Fuma mod for Sims 4. So they modded into Sims 4, it looks like. Yeah. So they, they just build it on top of Sims 4, it looks like. Okay. And then make blogs and, and content about the Toho family in their Sims game. Toho Pokemon. Oh, God. Oh, no. Toho Pokemon. Uh, po- Pokemon Toho Puppet Play. Toho Puppet Play Enhanced. So they modded Toho into Pokemon. It's called Toho Puppet Play. Um, it's a modification of Pokemon Fire and Red, replacing most of the Pokemon with as many Toho Project characters as possible. Okay, what about Toho Minecraft? <sighs> Toho Minecraft. Toho Little Maid. Minecraft mods. <laughs> <laughs> game feel too boring and monotonous? Why not add some helpers to enrich your gameplay? Toho Little Maid is a leisurely style mod which adds a brand new creature. The new creature can help you plant farmland, can help you fight. Can it- Kelly, I'm telling you. <laughs> wow, there's no end to the madness. Nope. Um, Vaughn has a good idea, though, that I think that we're going to lose on. Toho checks quest. <laughs> well, I was about to Oh say, my god! <laughs> someone modded Toho into checks quest. No. Did they really do it? Can and will be crossed over into anything. <sighs> okay. So this is this is just fan art. So they didn't okay. make a game in this case. So, so, so thank you, Vaughn. We stumped the Toho. But they thought about it, which means give it time. <laughs> he knew about that, I bet. <laughs> like what what uh rule is this? Because you know rule yeah, yeah, is what is the Toho rule? <laughs> if there exists a genre of things, there will be a Toho version of it. Mm-hmm. It that is very close to thir- 34, isn't it? It's mm-hmm. rule 34. Rule 34 Toho. 34T. Yeah. T, yeah. Because, like, I was was about to say Hinta, like, I'm like, no, that was probably one of the first spinoffs. And and before Vaughn finally came up with a stump, I was going to say, like, Toho GTA. Yeah, but Vaughn, he says, just came to my, or rather, Kelly, you say he stumped him, but, like, I put it into Google. Results came back with Toho fan art for it. Like I don't know that's a that's a full stump. I I think code has to hit the uh, 
pavement or it doesn't ex- really exist. Okay. All right. So, like, it, it got to pre-production, but nobody followed through, and that's why they failed. Got it. Um, <laughs> I, I take it there's not much coming out. We, You already covered it, actually. Loot River. That's the only okay. thing I found. Okie dokie. Loot River on the PlayStation. So, so now we've got our editorials, and um, the, this one, I per- like, the second Sam posted it in our features thing, I went and posted it what i wanted to talk about because this was such a great year for gaming um rp gamers personal top threes of 2023 this isn't like our mega post where we have like a voted on and you know an algorithm uh, an algorithmic thing to determine what the best game of the year is according to our site this is just like what the staff thinks because, you know, our method for Game of the Year is so scientific. Yep. Very scientific. Well, I mean, basically, look at Alex's top three, and it's like, this is this is what I expect most of the site to agree with. <laughs> Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Baldur's Gate 3, Xenogate, Blade Chronicles 3, Future Redeemed, and honorable mentions for FF16, Trails to Azure, and Cyberpunk. <laughs> like, and I'm like the opposite on so much of that. <laughs> See, I didn't play the Xenoblade DLC. Okay. So I'm I'm with Alex for two of those. Yeah, Sea of Stars is kind of missing from that, isn't it? Yeah, because my top three now that there were two that I definitely said, and then one of them I had to think hard about. Um, the the first two were Fuga two, uh, Final Fantasy sixteen, and then the third one it, it was between. Sorry, I'm trying to find my own post. Yeah, it looks like Octopath Traveler 2, Legend of Zelda, Baldur's Gate 3, Silent Hope, and Sea of Stars is what you had to pick yeah, between. Yeah, and ultimately I picked Sea of Stars just because I think the thought that the ND game kind of needed more attention. Okay. The ND game in air quotes because apparently some people say it's not an ND game. Uh, including Anna Marie. Yep. They have a real oh. publisher and a big budget, so it's kind of hard to well, call it indie. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I love that Josh said uh, Fuga 2 as well. Yes. What? Anna says, if your marketing budget is in the millions, you are no longer indie. Ooh. It's hard to argue with that. Like, right. <laughs> you can get all up in, like, very technical definitions, but then, like, name me some indie games with marketing budgets in the millions. <laughs> Matt said uh, Octopath, Etrian Odyssey, Origins, and uh, Dragon Quest Monsters. Nice. Anyway, go read that article. Go check it out. Yeah. It's, sorry. It's just, it, I, this is the first time I've seen <laughs> people's dicks. Von, Von answered the question. Minecraft is, a, is an indie game with marketing in the millions. <laughs> that kind of came later, oh, but all right. Fair enough. Not wrong. <laughs> well, it yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, it ain't indie no more. Indie well, <laughs> it's now a no Microsoft more. joint. <laughs> yep. But yep, yeah, yep. okay. You can start off indie and turn into something decidedly not indie. If I'm saying, I'm saying, Minecraft Two ain't no indie game. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> it looks like we got a review, Kelly. Oh yes, um, the Last Faith review from Pascal Takaya. I think this is another Metroidvania. Yeah, it looks like like a really hard Metroidvania. Yeah. Um, He gave it a 3.5 out of 5. Is it the Dark Souls of Metroid? Oh, no. There's a bunch of those. (laughs) No, stop Um, it. 
dark and beautifully animated pixel art aesthetic, smooth combat with fun boss battles, and a fittingly gothic soundtrack to jam along to. Oh, that sounds um, good. Negative story and lore remain curiously slippery to grasp despite being pushed early and heavily into the foreground. And then the map isn't always up to the task of hunting down minuscule secrets. So he did not put down difficulty as a knock. Which is an uh, uh, upside for me because I don't like I didn't like Blasphemous because it was too hard. So I might need to wishlist this. This looks cool. And then we've got In Stars and Time review from Sam Walker. Uh, there you go. There's In Stars and Times for you. <laughs> oh, yeah. that we, we did talk about that earlier. Yep. Um, adorable cast of characters. Great storytelling and writing are the positives. Uh, repeated story and dialogue are grading. And repeated battles also become great. It's a time loop game. And I guess they didn't simplify the things that you do over and over. <laughs> Which is too yeah, bad. Yeah, I um, pays homage homage to GBA games um, with a colorless world. Well, more I, of a, I might need to, a G- oh, GBA ahead. maybe in systems, but the GBA had color. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Okay, S- Sam is officially my favorite person because not only did she do the Rocky Horror reference at the beginning, one of the screenshots uh, references the Fish Head song. From mm-hmm. Dr. Demetto. Sorry. No, I just good. Had and then we've got a Super Mario RPG remake review from Luis Mauricio. He gave it a four out of five, saying that it has fantastic combat with timed attacks, great upbeat music, a charming cast, and cute reimagined visuals. Um, the negatives are uh, lack of significant enemy variety. I mean, yeah, it's Mario enemies, and then no significant content added. And some people complain it's easier, which might just be because they polish it up, but it also might just be easier, or you're just an old person who can play games better now, which is not usually an argument I hear made, so I don't know if I believe that last one. (laughs) And then we've got the Warriors of the Nile 2 review. Okay. This is, a, this is an isometric tactics RPG with a um, oh. Egyptian. It looks cool. Yeah, I haven't heard of this. Me neither. Look at these stat screens. Oh, it's for the Switch. Um, gave it a three out of five, saying that it has a fast-paced small ta- squad tactical combat, beautiful Egyptian aesthetic, and encourages skill synergies to break the battle system. I like that. Um, Negatives, no plot of which to speak and needs more gods to beat up. It has no plot, though. There's no events, no dialogue. It's just play the game. Take over the take over Egypt or something like that. So, okay. I think you're defending Egypt from the Romans. Okay. It uh, standard run of the game is three chapters takes an hour to an hour and a half to complete. So, okay. Oh, that's a tiny game. Mm-hmm. But it was on sale on e on Black Friday on the eShop. So, uh, anyway, three out of five for like super cheap ain't ain't a bad option. So, Warriors of the Nile two. Let's see how much this is. Um, fifteen bucks right now if it's on Steam. So, and it'll probably go on sale again by the end of the year. Um, twelve bucks on Nintendo. GOG right now. Go ahead. Well, I'm pulling it up on Nintendo right now. Has Nintendo site been laggy to you? 
Kelly, I'm afraid I don't go to the Nintendo webpage very often. I, I look at it sometimes to see what's on sale, and yeah, it's at 15 there, too. So, yeah, so the sale's over. So Pop this on my wish list. I think I said this on Backtrack uh, this week. Nintendo, if you had a cart on your site, I would probably spend a lot more money than I do. Mm-hmm. Just, just saying. Just saying, Carts, Nintendo. Cart's not that hard to program. We just want to give you Monday money. Why won't you let us give you money? Also, why do you not have all your entire back catalog available on a subscription service yet? Yes, I know we're closer to that than we ever have been, but like, oh my gosh, get on it. And then we've got a series of video reviews rounded up, which, Phil, I believe, do you narrate most of these? Phil disappeared again. Oh. Well, I know Phil does narrate some of these, and I mean, it's pretty much just a video, kind of a video summary of our reviews on the site. Right. He did oh, Liza P. It. I'm going to tell you right now. Did Liza P. He did um, Long Ga- Gone Days. He did World of Horror. And he did Lords of the Fallen. And he did Slay the Princess. So, yeah, he did all these. Okay. <laughs> Just listen to his voice on all the videos. <laughs> and and credit where credit's due, Airfrog did the editing. Nice. Good job, both of you. Oh, I'm... Okay, I'm an idiot. I didn't see that there yeah, was... Yeah, there was a, credits, weren't there? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. I, I think my Pokemon addled brain needs to, well, one, go touch grass, and two, go get some lunch. Because that is it as far as news and um, editorials and everything else. Yep. All right. Well, let's wrap this up, everybody. If you want to leave a reply to our question of the week, you can do that at rpgamer.com. Go find the podcast section, click on the show thread, and leave your comment there. We'll read it on the show next week. The question is... What do you listen to while you're gaming? Um, I covered what's coming out this week, which is just Loot River on PlayStation. So now it's time for me to ask Kelly and Phil what you're going to play this week. I'm going to try to finish up Pokemon, and I really want to get to uh, House Flipper 2. Very cool. I think Phil is still AFK, so um, I'm just going to play Path of Exile, I'll be honest with you. That's, that's it for the end of the year for me. <laughs> I tried to get back into Baldur's Gate 3 that failed. I tried Diablo 4 again and it was like, yep, I can't wait for the new Path of Exile season. <laughs> so now it's out and that's it. Hendekable wants me to play Sonic Dream Team, which is a reference to some pre show ramble we had. Um, oh, yeah. where I, I yelled at Chris that he has the privilege of being able to play the new Sonic game and I don't. Yeah. But like, I haven't played like the most recent good Sonic games. So why would I play this? Um, I don't know. I've heard that this game is good, and yeah. But what, what if I played like Sonic? Um, uh, what's it called? The one that's uh, done by Christian Whitehead or whatever. Oh, um, Sonic Mania. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one's good. Yeah. See, I should put time into that instead. I'll, uh, I will I, do neither. <laughs> I I thought you was gonna say Sonic 06, which supposedly there's a fan group that's been trying to fix that game. You know what I want to play? That's really dumb. I want to play the one where you design your own Sonic cra- crappy Sonic character. Oh, forces? Yeah. Okay, I played through that one and I liked that one. It was it was fun for what it was, but it has my favorite villain in it because he's voiced by Liam O'Brien. Oh, cool. 
<laughs> and it's funny. I so I, I collect Sonic figures, obviously, and every week when we go to Walmart to get groceries, we check the toy section for new figures. And the week that I saw the infinite figure, I like had to suppress my squeak of happiness. Nice. All right. So. Well, I guess uh, if Phil's still AFK. Yep. All right. So I'm going to thank Kelly. Thank you, Phil, for joining me today. We're going to be here next mute. week. Oh, there you are. Sorry. What are you going to play this week, Phil? Urgency. What are you going to play? What are you going to play? Uh, depends on whatever. No, Tevi and whatever else. Everybody else. Tevi. All right. We can, yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, Phil. Thank you thank for joining you. us, Kelly. Thank, thank you, you for joining us, people watching live at twitch.tv slash rpgamer every week at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern. And we'll see you here next week for more as our we. Christmas, our Christmas Eve Eve show. Oh, are we going to have like a holiday special? Is it going to be Life Day? Sure, I can talk Wookiee the whole show. Oh. <laughs> wow, Frankie did not like me making that noise. Much fruitcake you have, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Until next week, we will see you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>